the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Saturday morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the show. Uh, our show is all about saving money and building up wealth. That's the way. That's the key to, build, to building up wealth, and it's actually to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is our motto and our philosophy of the show, and that, that's the way you start things out. And, and we, we started the show, you know, wow, a long time, over 15 years ago, and uh, the savings rate was close to zero. Since then, it's come up. It's skyrocketed. It's starting to come back down again. But, but, but people are getting the message. You can't depend on the government. Uh, you, uh, you can't depend on, uh, on, on other people to help you out. You've got to save for yourself, and you've got to build up wealth. And in, in, in this world where we have 8.5% inflation, which is truly extraordinary, it, it's, it's more important than ever to save money because cause these, these, these government savings programs aren't designed for this type of inflation. I mean, it's, just, it's devastating to, to that type of inflation. And so this, this is one of the things that we're really, we're really uh, you know, kind of watching closely here is we've got to understand that, that this inflation is, is a massive problem and, and it's, it's getting worse. As, we, as we've uh, talked about uh, on the show, uh, let's see, as we talked about on the show, you know, for a long time about the dangers of inflation. We have, for years, we said, look, this inflation is coming. We actually said at 19, it, it, look, inflation is coming back. The spending is going up. The, the, the uh, philosophy of money is going up. And, and it, it, it's going to happen. It, well, and then we, we had the, uh, the coronavirus. And uh, from, from China come in and, and we shut things down and inflation kind of collapsed. But then the, the Fed flooded the system's money. The U.S. government spent more per, as percent of GDP than almost any other country in the world. We went just completely overboard throwing money at the problem because that's all the Federal Reserve knows how to do is to, is to print money. And they, they, you know, they've gotten away with it over the years because in the past they just printed money 
and it went to Wall Street banks and went to big insurance companies, bailing them out. And, 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 and so the, the, wealth, the wealthy got super wealthy, and it just never went down, trickled down to the, to the middle and, 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 and the, and the uh, lower class people. Uh, but this time, they, they put the money more directly in the system because, because they realized that the American people were no longer going to tolerate bailouts for Wall Street, and, and, and the money printing has finally caught up to them. I mean, it's only by the grace of God there was a you know one to two trillion dollar additional uh, Green New Deal that that Biden tried to, to to pass here recently. Can you imagine what the inflation? The we would already be in hyperinflation in the, in the destruction of the dollar had that happened. I mean, right now we're headed that way as it is, but but it was a miracle. That, that it didn't pass. I mean, it's just complete insanity. There was, there was even a theory out there. Uh, well, really, the, the leader of this uh, is was Stephanie Kelton at Harvard. You know, it's just like all the, uh, you know, the, the Davos crew, the global, global economic forum people, they all come out of Harvard. And, uh, you know, she, uh, modern monetary theory, look, we don't have to we don't have to uh, worry about spending money. If, 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 if a government controls its own currency, it can spend as much money as it wants. Uh, this, is, this is an actual theory, MMT, look it up. And this was all the rage a year and a half ago on uh, 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 government with the, with, the, with the Democrats. Look, we can spend as much money, go big or go home, you know, because we can spend it. And, it, and she said, what about inflation? Well, the theory was if inflation comes up, you just raise taxes on everybody and, and, and pull it back. Well, now that, that theory has been absolutely discredited. I mean, we're, we're looking at massive inflation. Uh, the inflation rates uh, have just gone through the roof. In this country, and 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 this is kind of what we're dealing with. I mean, we're dealing with eight and a half, eight point three, seven and a half percent inflation. And the most amazing thing about those numbers is, those are chained down, hedonically adjusted numbers. So anyway, over the last thirty years since 1980, the government's done everything they can. Because keep in mind. Uh, Social Security, to some extent, they do an adjustment for inflation. So they've done everything they can to to to, to put those numbers down. They, you know, the classic example is the computer. The computer's gone down in price. You know, it has constantly been a, a, a cutting inflation because every time you get a computer, it's more powerful. Now it seems like every time I buy a computer, it's about you know, depending on what, if it's for the house or the office, but you know, it, it's a thousand bucks or something for the computer, $800 for the computer. Uh, it, it, it's more powerful. So if I spent $800, you know, uh, 10 years ago, when I spent $800 today, well, it, that the price of the computer is much, is, is, is gone down because it's much more powerful. It's got a lot more storage. It's a lot faster. So they hedonically adjust the, 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 for the speed. You're getting a much better computer. You're getting a much better automobile. So the price of automobiles hasn't gone down. You're like, wait a minute. What, the, the new Ford F, the, you know, 150 truck is $75,000. I mean, you know, uh, oh, but it's a faster truck. It's got, it's, it, it, it's got lane, keep you in the lane and everything. And it, 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 it's got better pollution control. So, so what they've done is, so these numbers are, Chained down, hedonically adjusted numbers. So when you're seeing eight and a half percent inflation, according to uh, Mr. Murphy's shadow stats, that number is closer to sixty. I haven't seen as late as sixteen, seventeen percent inflation. Which, which you know, I was arguing with someone. They they were thinking the number is closer to thirty earlier this week. I mean, extraordinary inflation we have right now. It, it, this is it, doing huge damage 
to, to retirement. And so you have to protect your retirement. So how do you do that? Well, well there's ways to do it. it and, and what we're seeing is, 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 is that the strategy seems to be to index out there, uh, put in index funds, index in the stock market, index in the, in, in the bond market. And, and, and the fallacy of that, it, it's, it's worked for a number of years pretty well, but the problem was it turned into a Ponzi scheme. It, and, and Ted, like Ted, what do you mean by that? Be, because the S and P 500 is is a is a market cap weighted index, which means if I've got 500 stocks in there, because it's the S and P 500, the the smallest stocks with the smallest market capitalization is going to have the least amount, and the stock with the biggest market capitalization is going to have the biggest amount. So, so this is why these companies like Apple and Microsoft and uh, Facebook. Amazon, Google, they had massive market capitalization. They were getting the lion's share of the money coming into them. This is why technology was about, at one time we talked about last year, like 27%, uh, give or take, of the S&P 500, because since it was the biggest ones, any new money came to the S&P 500. They had to go, the most money had to go into those funds, and it became like a perpetual motion machine. And now, at the same time, oil and gas was going away. Uh, uh, BlackRock, uh, Larry Fink, BlackRock funds, and Larry Fink made it their, their mission to to quote defund uh, uh, the oil and gas sector. Uh, and uh, by the way, I had some talks with the BlackRock people this week, and they made the mistake of denying that they said it. I, you know, I said, look, I'll be happy to pull up all the material. It's out of public. You did say it. Larry Fink did say he wanted to to defund the oil and gas sector. As a matter of fact, he even threatened the state of Texas saying states states that 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 relied on oil and gas, their borrowing costs were going to go up. And this was no idle threat since he was the largest bond manager in the world. Larry Fink has been completely discredited now and, and we have the, the worst energy shortage since nineteen seventy three and one of the the bedrock reasons was was because of this defund oil and gas over the last 10 years that forced the oil companies to pull back exploration because they were so worried that, that, that Larry Fink, who's a big owner, if you go look at the, the big owners of, 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 of companies out there, tends to be Fidelity, Vanguard, and BlackRock. And, and, so, and, and so all the oil companies were cutting back production to please Larry Fink and BlackRock. And, and, and look where he got us. The American people are now paying, you know, you can't blame it all on Larry Fink, but they're probably paying a solid at least 30 to 50 cents more a gallon because of Larry Fink. I mean, the guy, as I've said on this show, what Larry Fink did to defund the oil and gas sector is, is, is the biggest failure in, we, in central planning in, in U.S. history, which, you know, in, uh, you know, so, but, but, but back to where we're going with this whole thing is, is the, the, the changes, you kind of lost my chain of thought for a minute, but 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 these changes with inflation are big big changes. They're affecting everything, and so it so the the S and P five hundred was twenty seven percent technology. Well, nobody wanted oil and gas. Last year, well, at the year before last, right after the Trump election, I want to say it was three and a half percent of the S and P five hundred. We, we were making investments in the sector at the time. We said, wow, this is great. You may wait a minute. I can get an. Uh, I forgot what it was, an 8% yield on Exxon. It was some ridiculous number. Uh, you know, Shell, all the big, the, you know, a lot of the companies. If you made investors there, because they were a small percentage, so all the money pouring into the S&P 500 was going into the tech sector instead of the oil and gas sector. So, 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 so the indexing 
it has kind of artif- and when the Fed's flooding the system with money, all that money keeps pouring into the system. Well, now they're pulling the money out. Well, now that means the money that the most money is coming out of these big cap sectors, and so there's not as much selling of the oil and gas sector as the market sells down because they're a smaller portion of the S and P 500. This is why the well, that and the fact that oil is 110 dollars a barrel. It's reasonable oil and gas sector is up this year. So if you're in the right sectors, you made money. And if you look at the bond sector, it's the same thing. People were indexing bonds. They were indexing intermediate long-term bonds. Well, they indexed bonds into a rising inflationary environment. We've had inflation go from 2 to 3 to 4 to 5 to 6, 7%. It, you know, it was 6% last year, 7 8 8%. That's disastrous for bonds. Well, these 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 Index funds were just on audit pilot and just rode down this 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 drop in uh, in bond prices, and, and because they weren't adjusting for the world change, and the world has fundamentally changed. This is a key thing that pe- we've had forty years of declining in- inflation, and, and we've had uh, we've had uh, forty years of declining interest rates. Well. That's changed. Right, we've been printing money. The Fed has been printing money. It started in 1999. Uh, they, they, they were worried about Y2K. They flooded the system with money. The bonds rates went up, and they, it was caused the peak. It, not rates, but but uh, stocks went up. The peak in 1999, stocks went down for two years. Uh, same thing happened in, in 2008. Again, we, same as 99, we warned you that things were too high. There was a danger here. Don't invest in tech stocks. We go into the industrials. They're much better deals. I mean, I had people upset with me because we weren't in Cisco, and then it ultimately collapsed 70%. And uh, it, 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 I remember Yahoo. Why aren't we in Yahoo, Ted? It, it was like, but the, this is it. You don't invest in sky-high ridiculously priced things because eventually they blow up. And then, then the same thing happened. The Fed flooded the system with money, and then we ran through the same thing in 2020. The Fed flooded the system with money. They got a $9 trillion balance sheet at the Fed Reserve. They just print money all the time. And now now this inflation has come back with the vengeance, and they're struggling to control it. A couple interesting things happened this week. Uh, one of them was was uh, was that the uh, we had look typically I remember in 2008 we were saying that look in 2007 we're like look this is this is going badly uh, the if you if you look at the housing market is starting to sell down we we, we looked at at the investment banking companies in late 07 and we looked at their balance sheets and they were, they were they grew 35 percent over the last nine months and we we, we made a call in the max out savings report which we send out for free we said there's going to be a failure of an investment bank it was so controversial and we and I said it at the time on the max out savings show I, I remember driving home that day thinking they're not going to let me back on the air. It, it was so controversial. No, nobody said that. No, I, I can't think of anybody saying that. Uh, it, 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 and we did it because we could see what was happening. Now, tell you what, let's take a quick break, and I'm going to expand upon that and why I said that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Safety Show. This is one I got to take. So we caught the land in Nashville. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investment in your time. Well, look, we're just talking about the in, in 07 and 08. And I remember it was – and then we got into 08. So we made the, we, we made the projections that look – we're headed for trouble. You've got to be cautious. We're going to see some barriers of banks on Wall Street. You've got, and, and so it started coming up. Uh, and I remember uh, t- telling people, I, I remember saying, so, we, so we're like, look, we think it's going to be really bad. What well, starts getting worse, and, and you had these corporate executives come out and say, look, it's not that bad. Yes, housing's going down. Yes, there's a few issues on Wall Street, but it's nothing we can't handle. We've gone through this before, and this is just going to be a little storm, and then we're back again. And uh, and I, I, I remember, what was it, Kramer at the time, Jim Kramer, 20 minutes before his show, I'll say, I'll say give or take, I'll say half an hour, 20 minutes either side before he did his famous, famous rant. There weren't that many people following Kramer. I remember – Tech, uh, we kind of going on. The, I think it was a blog or something at the time. I said, Jim, you're not doing anybody any favors by telling people that that Bear Stearns is in good shape because you know it's not. I said, I know you know the business and I know you know they're in trouble and you're not doing anybody any favors saying that 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 it's not the case. And, and then I was shocked. I come down the stairs at the time at the office, you know, and, and he went on that rant. It was a short while, but but people were not. They were not looking at reality at the time. But but most CEOs at the time, they're saying, look, it's not going to be that bad. What, what's, the reason I bring this up today is, is because 
something different happened this week, which is really fascinating. Uh, you had a number of executives. First, it came out with Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon comes, came out and said, look, we're coming into a hurricane. And he goes, I don't know if it's going to be a mild hurricane or a Hurricane Sandy that kind of demolished uh, New York. And, or it, it, and then uh, the head of Goldman Sachs came out and said that, uh, unprecedented uh, uh, un unprecedented supply issues uh, are causing great concern. And uh, oh, unprecedented shocks. That's it. In trouble reading my writing, are causing uh, great concerns. And, and then Elon Musk came out and said he has a, he's laying off ten percent of his workers and has a super bad feeling about the, the economy. Now. This is interesting. As I said, look, I, I, I thought we've been, we've been investing for over 25 years for clients. I've followed the markets. It, it, it's always one of the things that's always amazed me. No matter how bad it started getting, corporate executives would go, yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, this is a shift. And, and, and I, 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 look, a couple things. Is it getting worse? Yes. Okay, but why are these executives suddenly talking? Typically, I, 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 I mean, it's incredible to listen to, to corporate CEOs, you know, uh, blow sunshine when things are going really bad. And so they're not doing it this time. So what's going on? And I think a couple things. Right now, we have we have eight and a half, eight point three percent inflation. We have we have rising interest rates, rising dollar. Uh, we, we, we have uh, supply chain issues that are they're just horrific. And, and, and these, these, these particularly supply chain issues are big problems. We're looking at, a, at getting a uh, utility vehicle for the ranch, you know, one of those uh, uh, little four-wheeler things. And so we called up the, the place and we're like, look, Ted, we'll put you on the list. Uh, it's probably going to be about two months. So I said, well, I'll just go. I'll try another place. I'll call out of town. I'm surely they'll have one there. And the guy's like, yeah, it'll be three to five months there. I'm like, uh-oh. And then I, I was getting uh, some water last night uh, at the health club. And, and, you know, so I grab a cup and I get up there and there's like a sign. Uh, please, the corn-based degradable cups are, uh, are in short supply. We're struggling to get them. Please bring your water bottle if you can. It, there's shortages everywhere right now it, throughout the economy, semiconductor chips, uh, you know, automobiles, uh, you know, everywhere you look. What I think this is with some of these – I, I think the administration is, is somewhat behind this or the Fed. I, I think – they're trying to talk this economy down a little bit. And so if a corporate executive like Jamie Dimon says, look, if you, I see a hurricane coming. I don't know how bad it is. If, if, if corporate executives pull back a little bit on their spending, maybe that, that, that will loosen the supply chains up a little bit. I, I, and, and that will cut the inflation uh, it, 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 because that, the, we just got a, a 390,000 uh, uh, additional payroll increases, which is a good, which is good for the economy. But 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 again, companies can't find workers; they can't get supplies. And the problem is, is that the Fed has this. We've got about 31 trillion dollars worth of debt. If, if you look at it, in the past, this is in, this is in, so important to understand. In the past, it's taken. Uh, when the tech bubble popped, they had 4% real 10-year rate, which is inflation included. Okay. And then if you look at the, 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 the uh, global financial crisis, it, it, was, about, it was about 3% uh, real 
The, the same thing with the uh, – I, I think that was the, uh, the, the long-term credit. Before that, it was about two and three-quarters percent. So it's going to take close to 3% to, to really cause issues. Well, right now, we're, we're about a, a 0.2% or something like that. And quite frankly, if you honestly look at the inflation, we're still negative real interest rates. So they're pretty far away from that. So they've got to take rates higher, probably at least at least maybe three, three points higher. Well, the problem is now we have our, our, interest, our, our, our debt levels up to up to up to. $30 trillion. It was a lot lower 10 years ago and a whole lot lower 20 years ago. And so the question is, the economy can't withstand these big interest rate payments. So they've got to try to jawbone this economy down some, which is what they've been trying. They've been trying to set examples. Look, we're taking rates up to 3.5%. They're trying to... But I, I, I believe... The corporate people, they're encouraging them to talk a little bit, some of few key people in the banking sector to talk negatively just to try to slow things down to see if they can kind of talk the economy down to some extent to, to free up the supply chains and reduce the inflation. Now, a, a couple thoughts. Are, are we coming into a slowdown? Yeah, look, I think we are. The question is what type of slowdown? If, if you look at housing, housing prices are falling. Uh, it, uh, they're not. They're starting to fall, but it because it, the, the interest rate's gone from about three and a quarter up to. to truthfully, it's closer to six. They they say five point three, but it's really six unless you just are putting down thirty percent and have you know an eight hundred credit score. So that's a pretty hefty interest rate, uh, and that's starting to slow down housing. So, so uh, I, I think that's going to hurt a lot of speculators in the market. So that's going to, but. There's a lot of people looking to buy a house out there, and so if, if housing prices drop 20%, I still think they're going to sort of be there, but it's going to slow the markets down. They're still going to be buying. The same thing, I'm looking at a 3.6% unemployment rate we just got. There, there's twice as many jobs as there are job openings. There's twice as many jobs as there are people looking for work out there. So most companies, if you ask them, one of their bigger problems right now is inflation. The other one is finding workers. So what you're seeing is Elon Musk, I'm letting go 10% of work. That's very unusual. Most of these companies are putting in hiring freezes going in, in right now. And so I think you're not that where in the past it's been announcing layoffs. I don't think we're going to see the as big a layoffs in the past because so many companies are really so short staffed that they're really struggling right now as it is. So, so I think are we going to see a slowdown? Yeah, but but at the same time, keep in mind we're struggling to reshore our factories in the United States to reshore our supply chains back here. So that's causing. That's causing, you know, how many semiconductor plants are being built right now? They're struggling to find workers for that. Those aren't going away. They've got to be put in no matter how bad the economy gets because of what's going on in China. There's a lot of supply chains coming back. There's also a trillion-dollar infrastructure program that's going to start kicking in in the next couple months that we pass. So there's a lot of bigger stuff still going. So are we going to see a slowdown? But I don't think it's going to be quite like what people think. Now, I think it's going to hurt corporate earnings because – Inflation is hurting the earnings. There's now talks of windfall profit taxes, and corporations are going to be under real pressure to rein in their price increases. Uh, and so and this is pressuring them. On one side, their costs are going up. They can't get the product. They can't make the product, and people are starting to rebel at the prices. So it's going to be a different – I think it's going to be a different uh, – 
recession than we've seen in the past. And this is something that we're working to prepare for. Uh, the, the other thing that now, now can something go wrong? Yes, if China can figure out a way to take down our financial system, they're going to try to do it. Well, same with Russia. And so we've got to be cognizant for that. And, and, and with, with, the, with, with the rise in commodity prices, maybe there's some people in trouble out there, and we're watching that closely. So it's a different type of world that's going on out right there. They're struggling to control inflation. You know, the, the, a couple key things to remember. What, what do we got going right now? We have an election coming up. Got, uh, uh, right now, it's looking like a complete blowout for the Republicans. I mean, uh, you know, the Green Party, if they were the alternative party right now, or, or the, even the Communist Party, if the Republicans were, the, they would be winning in this environment. I mean, people are so mad about what's going on. I, I actually saw a Gallup poll, and they, you know, they had the different, you know, what is your biggest concern? They've got crime, the border, inflation, supply chain issues. Guess what the number one thing in the Gallup poll was? The government and concern about governance. Which is extraordinary, given the, given the level of, of, of crime, given the level of the border, given the level of inflation and supply chain. That shows you the, the real depths of despair the American people have with, with this government and the Biden administration. So their, the Biden administration is going to do everything they can to make things look better. Now, right now, it's, it's, it's June. So we've got July, June, July, August, September October. Well, that election is probably going to be decided by September. So they've got to do something to make oil prices fall, to make something happen, make inflation fall in the next three months to try to improve the situation. And so it, they're going to do everything they can. Now, maybe maybe their solution is, you know, uh, uh, Biden puts puts Putin up against the wall, throws a nuke, you know, in, in, in the Ukraine or somewhere, and, and they get in, you know, or something happens, and, and Biden puts in martial law, there's no election. They, you know, more likely is, uh, you know, they, 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 they if, if, if he gets peace with Russia, the, the, the biggest thing, if you want to slow down inflation, the easiest thing to do is get peace with Russia. So at that point in time, the Russians can then export their their oil and gas to, to, to Europe, and we don't have to export ours over there, and the price falls some, not a lot, but enough to kind of stabilize the situation. So that's likely going to happen in a couple months. Because uh, remember, he's got a window. So if he can talk down the economy right now so inflation starts falling and it looks better because that the inflation – look, if – Go look, go look what happened in the French Revolution. Go look at what happened in ancient Rome. Go look at what happened in Jimmy Carter. It's always inflation. Inflation, more than anything else, you can do all types of things to people. Crime can run out of control. Nothing can function. Uh, you know, there could be no jobs, but if, it, but if inflation gets out of control, that's what takes down government. So, so, so they're, they're going to be laser-focused on that. So this is what we're seeing right now. So I think we're seeing all of this as part of a process to try to push down things. So expect a lot of things to happen in the next three months. Uh, 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 Joe Biden, look, what are the Democrats going to do with Joe Biden? Uh, here, here's the, this is the problem they've got right now. They have a president that's the most incompetent president since – I don't think you can even bring Jimmy Carter in here. I, I think you really – I don't know who you do. Someone said Hoover. I mean, Hoover was stuck with a bad situation. Uh, the incompetence and the indifference to the American people is unlike, I think, anyone has ever seen from a president. 
uh, you know, you almost got to look at it, uh, it's something like Nero or Caliglia, it's ancient Rome, or, or, or King Louis the Sixteenth. I mean, just uh, someone so out of touch with reality. But uh, so, uh, so people are going to, you know, so, so what? What do the Democrats do here? They have a, a president that's clearly very compromised, you know, on many levels. Uh, the health issues are, 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 are becoming a real concern. The problem is, is if they let him go in and go into next year, and, and, and something happens and his health further deteriorates, and they have to they have to uh, remove him from office. Uh, it, at that point in time, uh, Kamala Harris becomes the president. Well, who's the, the the vice president? Well, the vice president is picked by the by the uh, House of Representatives. Well, if the Republicans take over, you know, it's going to be they're going to get their person in as vice president, and the Democrats know it. So likely, they're likely to do something in the next three or four months, either right before, right you know, before the election or right afterwards. To, to sit there and, and, and have Joe step down, have Camilla in there, and they can get their person in as vice president. So all of these things are really working in the system right now. This is a lot of cross currents. We've got an economic hurricane coming up, quote, according to Jamie Dimon. We've got election coming up. We've got 8.5% inflation. We've got the Fed raising interest rates. We've got a, a, a war in the Ukraine that's basically uh, is turned into World War III on the, on the commodity front. Uh, you know, all of these things. That, yeah, I, I'm looking at, at a, uh, a, a chart of, oil, of, of movements of oil and gas. Uh, uh, oil and gas's gains have only been surpassed during the oil price shock in 1999. The, the price shock from World War II uh, isn't what we've seen today. As, as we said, when Biden put all the sanctions on Russia to try to slow them down, it, it created a World War II Pearl Harbor error price shock to commodities across the board. So, so all of these things are really piling up right now and creating a tremendous amount of, of, of cross currents across the board. And this is why we're seeing the market down. This is why we've got we've we've got uh, the markets down so much. I mean, this this is why we're looking at the, at the market down uh, across the board. And so, so where do we go from here? I'm going to try to expand upon that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media. We create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 
512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. So if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. Also, remember uh, that uh, you can also go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for our free Max Out Savings report as well. And, and so we'll be happy to get, uh, you know, uh, we'd be happy to help you out. Uh, you can request an appointment there uh, to, uh, you know, so we take a look at your retirement. Uh, so there's, anyway, so there's a number of things. But look, at a minimum, sign up for the free Max Out Savings Board. We're going to get one out this week, be discussing a lot of these things that are going to be happening. But, you know, understand we're talking a lot about inflation today. But remember, inflation is basically, I mean, not inflation, but retirement is 30 years of unemployment. Think about that, 30 years of unemployment. And so in that environment, your money has got to last. And, and, and it, it, for most people, it lasts pretty well. But you put this 8.5% inflation, it becomes a real problem. As we've talked about, I think it takes a different style of investing. I think you've got to be more proactive. I, I think you've got to be able to adjust, move bond portfolios up and down the the uh, the yield curve, which is 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 a fancy way of saying going from long term to short term bonds or back and forth uh, to take advantage of, of the various moves you see, uh, and, and you have to be able to do that. And, and you have to make adjustments if if you're in, in the S and P 500 and you're not in the energy sector. And, and, and the commodity market it goes up, uh, you know, 50 percent this year. Uh, you're going to be, you're, you're not going to perform well, and inflation is going to go up. And so, understand all these issues. I mean, we still have uh, so many sectors down across the board. I, you know, I'm looking at Treasuries down, long-term Treasuries down 8.9 percent. Uh, you're know, looking at M- emerging market down 13 percent, MSCI EFA down 13 percent, the S&P 500 down 14 percent. I mean, the list just goes on and on. And a lot of the stuff we're seeing is even worse than that. And and, and, and so you have to be in, in the right things. You have to understand it's it's a more different world. It's a more macro world. And looking a couple of things, I, I wanted to take a look at. Let's look at since the beginning of the year. If you look at since the beginning of the year, inflation 
started going uh, up. Uh, it, it went over six percent, over seven percent, and then it hit eight and a half percent. So in in uh, seven point nine in February, eight point five March, eight point three in April, inflation's going up. At the same time, you look at oil prices. Oil's going from eighty dollars in January, ninety February. March 110, 105 in, in May, it, it, uh, in April, it drops up at 110, and now it's at 115. Oil prices are going up. You look at the dollar. The dollar's going up. The dollar started at at uh, at 95 uh, in, in 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 February, uh, 96, 98, 100, 104. Now it's 102. What, what, what that means is the dollar's kind of cushioning inflation. Other places in other parts of the world are having to buy oil. Their inflation numbers are, are going to be even higher for commodity prices. So the dollar, that also hurt. So if you're a company, you're getting hurt by energy costs. If you're doing overseas business, since the dollar went up, you're getting less money from overseas. Remember, Microsoft warned this week. Uh, you know, a number of companies, they're like, look, when they said, well, business isn't that bad, but, you know, we're having to pull money in from Japan and elsewhere, and the, and the yen went down, the euro went down, so we're not getting as much money coming in. So earnings go down, and, and, that, and that's hurting corporate earnings. We have the supply chain chain shocks. You know, we started the year, we're coming out of COVID. It was, you know, we had supply chain problems. We're expecting to get better. And then, and then in April and May, China shut down again, which, which keep in mind, uh, the, the stuff coming over for, you know, probably for the first part of May, I'm just assuming, I didn't have the exact date of the shutdown, so the probably stuff was still coming in for two weeks. So even though it's reopened, it's going to be two or three weeks before the, the, the stuff starts hitting the, the, the harbors here in the United States, which means our supply chain shocks are worse. So, so adding all this up, adding up higher oil prices, higher inflation, higher dollar, bigger supply chains, it's all getting worse across the board. And so the question comes in is, look, has the market bottomed? I think at a minimum it goes down and retests the lows. I think you still have to have a higher level of cash right now to really understand where we're going in this world right now. I mean, this is we're in the midst of the biggest changes the country's ever seen. I mean, with, with, we're, we're going to a bifurcated economy. One of the things that, that Joe Biden did is, is when Russia invaded through the sanctions, he said, look, we're going to destroy Russia's economy, and we're going to bring them to their knees and get rid of Vladimir Putin. Well, that's all well and good, and Vladimir Putin's a bad guy. And we, you know, we're not supporting Vladimir Putin, but we try to look at what are the, what are the, you know, the, the, the derivative effects of that. What are the, the and other countries? And so we go. Look, we're going to sit there and, and confiscate, you know, their half a trillion dollars worth of exchange reserves. Any at the Treasury, they're not getting them back. Well, in addition, where uh, any companies that are in the in, in Russia need to leave immediately. Well, what has that done? Uh, you know, in addition, they can't sell their products. So that means other countries are looking at this, like China and India and Mexico and all types of other countries are going, well, whoa. What if our exchange reserves over there and they get mad at us, they might take them? Or, hmm, can we really depend on McDonald's or Boeing to keep our planes going? Because if we get into a problem with the U.S., they're going to shut off all our spare parts or everything else. So what, what do we, can we trust U.S. companies anymore? We can't put our money with, 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 with the, the central banks over there because they might take it. So they'll still put some, but they, they're going to hedge. They're going to buy commodities instead. They're going to buy yen instead. They'll buy oil. You know, they'll buy euros. 
you know, they're going to buy more gold because Russia has huge gold supplies. You know, their euro, their, uh, what is it, the ruble has gone up. The three currencies that have gone up in the world, the United States, the Brazilian currency because of commodity, because a commodity producer, and also the Russian ruble. So, you know, so, so it's changing the world. So, so what we're seeing is, 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 is different things are happening. China, for instance, has, uh, you know, if you remember the Communist Party, China said, look, we'd like you, we want you to sell the assets in the United States. They're trying to get their assets out of the United States. That's more selling, right, when we don't need more selling of stocks and things. In the world. So all of these things are working. It's a very convoluted environment, a very inflationary environment. Is inflation peaking to some extent? Maybe it goes down a little bit, but we'll have to see. But but we're still seeing rates go up. So I still think we, we, we want to see how this is going to play out. And I think you still want to be a little cautious because, again, we got a lot of executives talking a lot, talking down the market. You know, hopefully it's just to try to talk it down. But there's real issues. And I think the issues of higher energy costs, higher dollar supply chain issues are still there. That's starting to affect corporate earnings. And, and so I think these earnings are going to have to come down. This is something we're going to have to take a look at and just kind of watch closely. Uh, on the positive side, looking at the at the uh, two-year, uh, you know, the, another thing, you know, in, the, in that list, at the, since the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the year, the, uh, the two-year bond was at about 0.9%, and then it went to 0.14%, uh, 1.8%. It's a 2.5%. Now it's at 2.65%. So you can get two-year treasuries in short-term bonds in that window short are paying much more than they were. At the beginning of the year, you're getting 0.9. Now you're getting 2.65. So there's starting to be some areas that are opening up, giving some opportunity. Hey, that's not a fantastic return, but it's better than nothing. And it's sure is a hell of a lot better than down 14% in the S&P 500. So, so you're starting to see some things open up out there, some opportunities. But, but, but again, it, it's a very muddled world that's going to have to be navigated specifically by targeting different things. You know, the, the, the stock, I mean, tech has been a disaster. Over 60% of the stocks are down 50%. I saw a statistic that uh, was put out by uh, KCR Research. Uh, it, 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 it was uh, uh, companies, that, they went back and looked at 99. Companies that were at 10 times sales lost 70% of their value. Uh, do the thing. And, there, and right now, there's been an enormous number of companies at, at very high levels of, of per sale. This is why these companies are, are falling. So the tech has been horrible. But if you're oil and gas, commodities, defense, utilities, agricultural, there's ways to make money. And that's what I want you to understand. It's a different world going forward. And, and just sitting, throwing money into an index is not going to work like it once did. But tell you, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call now. 713-339-1070. It's the last segment of the show. So if you've got a question you want to get in there, I'll be happy to answer them. Uh, the, the, what else do we have here? The, the, one, thing, the one thing that I did want to uh, – here's another statistic about the market we took a look at. is 62% of the public companies have negative earnings here. In the 70s, it was closer to about 18%. It, it, uh, it, it, and, and again, this has got to do with a lot of, of tech companies that weren't making any money. That, but 62% of the companies in the, in, 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 the, in the market aren't making money. That's not a positive for the stock market. It, 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 I want you to understand, 
earnings have been pretty good. Companies have been making money. Yeah, there's been shortages and the sales have been crimped. But but it's it's been a pretty good market. 3.6% unemployment, uh, a lot of money poured into So These people still can't make money. How are they going to make money in an economic slowdown? And, and so what, what this is going to cause, is again, shows you the over level of overvaluedness in the market. I'm just not convinced it's wrung out. Well, look, well, I think you're going to see the layoffs coming. It's probably going to be in the tech sector. Uh, there, there was a... Uh, uh, a, a PowerPoint presentation put out by Sequoia. They, they're, they're in hundreds, couple over a couple hundred companies, we'll say 250 private companies, and they sent out a thing saying, look, if you want to get through this, you've got to act quickly and cut, cut your cash burn. You've got to cut back your employee, you know, cut back your employees and your spending to get through this because the free money is ended. You can't be able to get money real easily out there. And so the companies that want to be around have to act quickly. Everyone on Wall Street went and read that presentation. And, and so that, that's, that's where I think you're going to see some of, the, some of the layoffs come. I mean, are the oil companies going to be laying off people? Not likely. I mean, they're pretty desperate for workers right now, and, and oil prices are high. I mean, the same thing with, with, with other, many other companies, manufacturing companies out there. So, so, so we're seeing this. The, the, you know, there's just a lot of convoluted things out there. What, what we can continue, we're going to continue to see inflation. Is it going to go down some? Maybe it goes down to six percent. That still means that 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 prices are going up six percent a year. And understand, that's a fake number. Nobody believes that's the real number. So when they say six percent, it's probably closer to twelve, thirteen percent. So this is very damaging to your retirement. And this is the thing that you really want to uh, want to really understand and work with is is in your retirement, you're kind of in a spin down phase. Well, the last thing you want to do is have to spend a lot more money. And and and, and with the average person, I've been saying this for years. It's you have over a 50% chance either you or your wife lives to be oh, somewhere between 90 and 95 years old. And, and I'm thinking that number is probably closer to 95. I've been using that number for a number of years. It's probably closer to 95. That's 30 years on your retirement. That's a long time and uh, for, for, for many people. And so you've got to navigate through it. So, so the thinking here is a couple thoughts. I, I think you're going to see Additional ramp up in spending for defense. I, 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 it's just look. The situation with China is looking really pretty bad. China is making all the right moves. Uh, you know, I don't know how many times I've quoted Sun Tzu's art, "The Art of War," but that's basically the playbook China's using against us. And uh, you know, uh, we're using one of those little crayon books you get at, at the uh, at the Denny's or something when you're a child. That's our, our plan, and, and so it's not looking we, – we've got to ramp up, up spending, and we've pulled a lot of munitions into the war with Russia. They have to be rebuilt as well. So, so, so I, think, I think we're going to have to spend more on energy. Is electrification going to be around? Yeah. Electric cars? Yeah. I mean, the Davos crowd, the World Economic Forum, has taken an obvious trend and somehow led everyone to believe it's their brilliant idea. I mean, capitalism has brought forth – us from, you know, having a telegraph to a telephone to a computer to, you know, from buggies to courses to cars to electric. It, it, it's all a trend. The capitalist system brings this forward, it develops it, and moves things forward. But so so these, these are big trends, uh, regardless how badly the, the Davos crowd is screwing things up out there with their, their stupid plans. 
but I think this is the trend. So you're going to use a lot more copper, a lot more aluminum, a lot more zinc, a, a, a lot more lithium. Those are all things. Uh, oil. Oil's going to be around for years. It's going to be more profitable. They're not going to over overexpand because, because they, okay, because because they they don't you know everyone's kind of on board with the energy agenda. But 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 again, remember if oil prices. As long as they keep making money and it doesn't do anyone any good to drive oil prices down to $30 where nobody makes money. So those are big trends. The same thing with food. Food, this food shortage is, is, is going to be with us for a number of years. So the grain companies are going to do well. Fertilizer companies are going to do well. So, so all this stuff is – that's the type of places you want to be. And then you want to take advantage of value when it comes. The, the, the question with the tech sector is where do you catch the falling knife? If you go back, I, I'll say it again, my friends were buying Cisco all the way down in 1999, all the way to about 2002, and it just plunged about 70%. And I think you've got to be real careful in this environment. So I think all of these things, but the thing to understand is you need to kind of understand you've got to, it's a change world, so you've got to set yourself to protect yourself from inflation. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. We're going to write a lot more about these big issues. It's maxoutsavings.com, uh, and you can request a, an appointment. Also, look, at a minimum, sign up for the free report. We have all types of great things in there, our retirement tips, what's happening, what we think is going to happen. But the big thing going forward is how does the Biden administration try to bring down inflation, which we think they're going to do because the election's coming up, so they could look for a lot of drastic things happening here in the future. And that's not going to be good for a lot of different things in the market. They don't care too much about the stock market. They really care about inflation, and that's the key. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, remember our motto and philosophy to save aggressively and invest in services. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.